Hey, Safety Man here, safetyman.co, at safetymanco on all social media. On this great YouTube and podcast, I got buddy of mine, Michael Thomas Fit, MTF. This guy, he's just a, a great inspirational, motivational fitness coach, nutrition helper. He's going to help you solve some of life's greatest problems. He can help with anxiety, addiction, depression, alcoholism. He can be a really good life coach for you. Met him at the gym. We worked out together a couple times. I haven't actually had him on my TV show, RVN Television, The Corey Jones Show. I'll have you have a link to that in the description below. All of his contact information, Instagram, Facebook, phone number, everything you need to get a hold of him. If you want a really good life coach that somebody to get you in shape, it's going to be hard on you, but the results are going to be worth it. Michael, Thomas Fit, MTF coming up. Stay tuned. Stay safe and be ready sound good I'm ready all right all right all right so i'm here with michael brennan goes by a couple of names michael brennan michael thomas fit mtf got a lot of names got a lot of skills had him on my tv show before we had a really good time it was a very moving very touching very powerful show i'll put the links in the uh, description below and on the podcast so you can get a chance to watch that i highly recommend it uh, Mike, just tell me about yourself. Tell me about how you, you know, you got into this business and, you know, how you got to be where you are today. Corey, and thank you for having me again. Um, happy Halloween, everybody. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. I was actually just outside with my puppy Dolce and, uh, he was, he was barking at the trick-or-treaters and, uh, you know, unfortunately we don't have any candy in this house. All nah. we have is protein. All we had is protein bars, Corey. So, you know, <laughs> protein bars. Um, and your dog's name is Dolce. That means sweet in Spanish, doesn't it? I'm sure Italian. My wife Michelle is Italian, so okay. okay. Um, you know, that's that's where we got the name. Yep. <laughs> and and that that's not your <clears throat> protocol, right? That's not in your fitness protocol, right? Dolce fitness uh, sweets and stuff like that. You know, look, I think that sweets are good, right? If you earn them, you need to get to a certain point in your personal development where, you know, I'm not one of these coaches where I'm like, look, you can't have anything. It's just protein, carbs, fats. And, you know, no, I, I don't, I don't believe in that. I think that you need to get to a healthy place with um, your relationship with food. You know, I, I still enjoy pizza. Um, I still enjoy cheeseburgers, you know, um, all of that stuff is, is fine and well, you just can't abuse it and you can't let it control you. Right. Right. So <clears throat> a lot of, um, a lot of my adulthood was controlled by my vices. Okay. You know, one of, one of them was food, mm. you know, when, when I would get stressed, when anxiety was high, um, I turned to things that I thought were providing me comfort, which they do. They give you temporary comfort and temporary relief from whatever it is that's bothering you at the, at the moment, but it doesn't provide you with anything that is going to last and make you feel good internally about yourself. Right. Right. They're all, they're all mass everything you know i used to abuse alcohol on a on a weekly basis whether i had a really good week or i had a bad week um that's what i was turning to to alleviate those those feelings mm -hmm. where um you know that's that's what fitness right is is all about a lot of people unfortunately they have this negative connotation towards fitness which is you know guys are just getting big muscles and you know, they're, they want to show their abs and there's so much more to it than that. And that's what I personally learned over the course of the last three years mm -hmm. when I really committed myself to it. Um, because it, it takes a lot, man, to be able to achieve the, the body that you want. It takes a lot of commitment and a lot of discipline. Right. And through that process, you learn a lot about yourself. And you learn a lot of what it takes to really 
say no to all that stuff that you know is just not going to get you the body that you want. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to ask the hard question. Was it easy? Obviously, it wasn't. Tell me the process of you learning how to say no. Like I, I know it wasn't easy the first time, and I, I'm sure you've had setbacks where you were you were good for a couple of days, couple of weeks, couple of months, and then something happened, and you, and you said you 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 made a poor choice or something. Tell me how that evolution is. You know. Maybe there are some people who, when they first try it, they hit the ground running and um, it's it's easy, bree easy breezy for them. I wasn't one of those people. I had multiple, multiple setbacks early on. And what you realize is that every time you have a setback, you learn something new about yourself. And you, you realize that like that setback, if, if you really get self-aware about it, that setback happened for a reason. And all it did was take you farther away from your goal, right? So when your goals are so clear and so concrete um, and you align everything that you do around your goals, like one of my clients sent me a text today. I love getting these texts, man. They lift me up. A lot of the times they give me goosebumps. We had great conversations. But one of my guys who are, who's been with, in the program now for about a month, he sent me a text and he said, man, as hard as it's been, I haven't had any Halloween candy today. And he has three kids. So for him, that's a major accomplishment. Yeah. And he's early on. And, you know, he's only been going at this for uh, less than a month. He's already dropped close to 15 pounds. He's never felt so good. Um, and the, the key is, is that he is genuinely keeping his word to himself. And what I realized in my early on in my process was every time I had a setback and, you know, we call that regression, mm -hmm. you, you don't feel good. It, it makes you feel you have some shame, you have regret, right? But when you actually stick to it and then you see the results, the feeling that you get is like no other. Right. So the more you you're able to remain in that state, the less anything really like sways you, you know, I could be at a party, a pizza party and not eat pizza. If it doesn't align with my goals, it doesn't bother me one bit. You'd be proud of me. I was at a pizza party two nights ago and I ate absolutely no pizza, no meatballs, no alcohol. I haven't had alcohol since September 6th. Like you'd be proud of me. Because, awesome. you know, you know, my wife is really into fitness now and she's becoming a, uh, a, a fitness type coach and involving nutrition and all. And she's got me on this gut protocol. And right now I'm on a flush. So I'm I'm eating. I'm, I'm doing good now. I'm not going to tell you it's been easy. And I'm going to ask you for some advice at that one o'clock in the morning when I wake up and I want to go downstairs and I want a snack. I, I, I need something that you can give me to help me because I'm sure there's other people that are in that same thing, whether it's 1 a.m., 1 p.m., on the way home from work, they want to stop in the drive-through. You know, what are you telling people to help overcome that? Oh, it, it all comes down to your, your choices, right? Mm -hmm. Who does your grocery shopping? She does. Um, okay. So why do you have so many choices that are bad in the house? Oh, there's not anymore. It's okay. just a lot of a good choice can turn into a bad choice. <laughs> like I'm supposed to have one serving of something and I might have two or three servings of it. <laughs> if you are working with me, right. Mm -hmm. We're if you, if you hire me to help you lose weight, right? right. Every single week, we're trying to hit a marker. We're trying right. to hit a number. So Corey, you know, you're supposed to be at 200 pounds by this Sunday. You know, we like I had multiple conversations with clients this morning. One of them is trying to break 200 by this Sunday. So having Halloween candy tonight does not align him with his goal this week. As hard as it is to say no, he knows that the feeling he's going to get when he breaks 200 is going to far supersede that temporary pleasure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, look, man, once you hit your overall goal, which his is to hit 185, um, we're going to have a little bit of candy and we're going to have some donuts and we're going to have some pizza or whatever you want. Right. But you're going to enjoy it temporarily and then we're hitting the next goal. Right. So there's no, 
There's no taking your foot off the gas. There's okay. You hit your goal. Great, great job. Great job, Mr. Jones. That's good. Have a day. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. But call me Tuesday morning because we're getting started again. Well, you know, a, a lot and, of what you're saying is also based in science because I'm a resiliency instructor. And one of the things that I like to teach my clients when I'm trying to build resiliency for like first responders that have to deal with a lot of trauma is celebrate victories, right? And that's what you just said. That guy had a victory or is looking to have a victory and you're going to help him celebrate it. So he knows the next goal, that that 185 goal, or maybe that's too far. Maybe the next goal is 192 or something like that. You're going to tell him he's going to celebrate it and he's got something to look forward to. So that pizza can wait. That candy can wait, right? Right. There's the candy's always going to be there, mm-hmm. but you know, you already know how that makes you feel and you know how it makes you look. That's not why yeah. you hired me. You hired me to help you make, make you look the best that you've ever looked. So these little things and, you know, three weeks go by, four weeks go by, two months go by. Now you've developed these new habits because you're so used to doing these things. They're like instilled in you, the training, the diet, the water, the no alcohol. And I look, if you, um, if you hire me, I'm not going to say, hey, Corey, you can't drink alcohol. I'm going to say to you, hey, Corey, if you want to look your best, I would highly recommend that you limit it as much as possible. Maybe have one night a week where you go out with your wife, you have a glass or two of wine and try to leave it there. Yeah. Um, because otherwise, all you're doing is holding yourself back. And I, you're hiring me. I'm investing my time in you. I want it to be, you know, the best for you. And I know that stuff does not work, doesn't align with anything that we're trying to do. All right. So let's backtrack a little bit. Let's so let's say I'm a new client. I contact you via social media phone call. I run into you in a gym and you look jacked as always in the gym. And I say, yo, how did you get like that? And we start talking and I find out that you have MTF and that you can coach people. What does that intake look like? Simple. Um, you know, all my training is done through an app called Trainerize. Mm-hmm. So the first thing a new client is going to do is download the app. They're going to download my fitness pal. If they don't already have it, they need to purchase a food scale. Um, and then, you know, I intake all their information through the app. They fill out a questionnaire. I get back all the information that I need that could be pertinent to what, you know, workout program I'm going to design for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I put together all their workouts for them. And then the next step is, getting all the food aligned, you know? So it, I, I like to keep things very simple for the first 30 days with guys that don't even know what a macro is. Okay. Because I've learned in the beginning with a couple clients that if you throw too much on their plate at once, the stress alone of trying to not eat this and not eat that and try to figure out, well, I need six grams for this and I need how many carbs for it, they start losing it. And okay. they... It's too much. So three meals a day and a shake, right? Okay, Your so, meals so are gonna... Let's assume that people watching this don't know what a macro is. What is that? So macros are simple. They're proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. Okay. So, you know, if you are trying to, uh, you're, you're trying to do one of two things here. You're either trying to lose fat or build muscle. So what we need to figure out is what your you know, your body on a daily basis with the exercise that we give you with the caloric intake, how many calories are you burning per day? And how much weight do you lose per week? You know, so I like to keep guys on caloric intakes for at least two, two weeks. Some guys like to jump around a little too quickly, but what I'm doing is collecting data so that I can give you guys a blueprint for how your body works. So the next time you're trying to lose fat, you know that when you were at 180 pounds and you were consuming 2,000 calories per day, this is how much weight you lost that week. Okay. And the same goes, you know, I have guys right now that are bulking. The same goes true for that. If you're trying to build muscle, we're, we're building a blueprint. And the only way that I figure out the blueprint and help you figure out the blueprint to your body is if you actually are consistent with it. Not just with the gym, but with the food, 
the water intake with everything to sleep it, it you know you're, you're trying to create a machine here that you've never created so there's a lot of different moving parts that go along with it mm -hmm. um and it's up to you the end user to you know adhere to what i'm teaching you because it works for me so so there's going to be some accountability there and so i'm imagining in one of these two apps that you're having your clients download they're going to have to input their exercise uh their duration I don't know if you're using Apple Watches or Fitbits to determine how many calories they burn, how many calories they ate, their macros and all that. So they're going to have to be uh, upfront and accountable to you, which is ultimately being accountable to themselves, right? You know, there's daily, there's daily weigh-ins, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, when you have to hop on a scale every morning and send your weight to your coach, that's accountability. Because yeah. if you stuffed your face the night before on Halloween candy, and you gained a pound and a half, your coach is going to know. And at the end of the week, you know, I want your pictures. Yeah. Because there's two things that don't lie, Corey, the mirror and the scale. Right. You can lie to me all you want. And I did when I first hired a coach too. I didn't tell him about the large pizza that I had two nights ago. I just tried to work it off in the gym, <laughs> but our bodies don't work like that. Yeah. And the mirror will show you that. Yeah. So the guys that truly, truly succeed in this stop lying to themselves. And then what that does is it carries over into all areas of your life. So the discipline that you're gaining from how hard it is to remain structured, especially in a caloric restriction, especially if you're under massive amounts of stress, like you were as a a police officer or, you know, business guys, business owners, whatever the case may be, mm -hmm. um, it's difficult, man. So when you, that's the hardest part for these guys, Corey, is, you know, everybody can diet on a weekend when you have nothing going on and, and the stress is really low. But during the middle of the week, when you're super stressed out, um, that, that's your brain has been trained to, you know, you got a McDonald's here, you got Wendy's there, Chick-fil-A here. There's endless choices, but this is what you're eating. This is what you have to eat to hit your goal. Right, right. So we're when, meal planning and we're taking our meals with us. So we limit the ability to make those poor choices. Yeah. All right. So uh, what's another big hurdle that people are coming to you with? So we have the, so I'm in, I'm in both camps. I want to burn fat and I want to build muscle. So uh, I'm sure you got people that come to you like that too, right? Ideally, here's, here's how in, in my experience with my own body, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't go to school for this. So I can't sit here and tell you that I'm, I have this, this, you know, whatever. I learned it all on myself and through, you know, reading books and whatnot. But for example, one of my clients who's a member at our gym mm -hmm. he came to me with the same question, he's like, you know, I, I want to build muscle. Okay. Well, you need to lose fat first. And that's an ego thing for a lot of guys because they don't think they have a lot of fat, on, but you, you do. And before you build muscle, you need to suffer because that's really what cutting is. It's suffering. And you have to get used to being uncomfortable through that process because once you have to build the discipline in the cut first before you bulk, because if you have an issue with, with food, and the food controls you, it will 10 times more during the bulk. Right. So okay. I like to strip as much fat off of you as possible. With him, he came in at 193. In less than three months, we got him down to 165. And he looked bigger. He actually got stronger through the process. And what we also did through this was we're re reconditioning his metabolism. So now we reverse diet him. We slowly increase calories. Mm -hmm. And as we're doing that, we're taking in all the data, seeing how his body reacts to 25. Then we jump to 27. Now we're at three. You know, we're getting all the data on that. And he is not gaining. He's still not above uh, 170. And he's been in a surplus now for a month. Mm -hmm. So that's how fast his metabolism got because the old version of him, if he was eating 3,000 calories, he'd be putting on a pound every other day. Wow. So 
build muscle, strip all your fat first, get your metabolism ready, and then slowly work your way up. You know, in my mind, you should be in a caloric surplus for about 75% of the year and the other 25% you should be cutting fat. Okay. I'm in that fat cutting stage right now because that's what Dagmar has me in right now. So she's got all my macros. She's got all that stuff done. That's why when I was in the gym, I wasn't pushing super heavy weight. I'm not really supposed to because I'm, I'm probably about 70% less protein than I normally have. I'm normally like 220 grams of protein a day. And now I'm down to about, about 150 grams of protein a day. So she and you are, are saying a lot of the same things, which uh, makes me happy that you have somebody who's been going to school like her for her entire life. And you're learning this from actually doing it, watching the results, not only in yourself, but in your clients and getting that feedback. So it's great that those two uh, methods of acquiring this information, these tactics, these skill sets are merging from different ways of getting there. We're all our own experiments. So, you know, a macro breakdown, that's why I don't like to look at somebody and say, oh, this is going to be your macros. We're going to start in a certain range and see how your body reacts to it because your body is going to react different than his body and his body and my body. So just because a certain macro breakdown worked for me, it doesn't mean it's going to work for another guy that's exactly my size. Right. Okay. Yeah. Every single guy is on different macros. It just depends on where the pro where he's at in the process. So you have a lot of goals on your website. Um, one of them, the, the next one I was looking at was depression, right? Depression and so forth. Can you talk to me about, uh, I, that's gotta be a pretty difficult thing for somebody to come to you and say, Hey, Mike, I, I'm, I'm depressed. You know, I'm suffering from depression or I think I'm suffering from depression. Tell me what that looks like. Perfect example. Um, a guy reached out to me last night on TikTok. And, you know, I've been posting videos now on TikTok for like the last year. I don't get a lot of likes. It's not like my TikTok's blowing up or anything like that. But it was funny, Corey, because he's like, hey, man, listen, I, I've been following your, your TikTok for like the last six months. And um, one of your videos that you recently posted, it really, it really hit me. And I, I feel like I, I feel comfortable with you and I really need your help. So what I like to do, Corey, is, is tell them my story first, mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, I don't care about his money. Um, I'm not doing this to take money from people. I generally want to help people. So once they hear my story and everything that I went through, it drops their ego because that's the biggest hurdle with, with men in particular. That guy's not going to be bigger than me his muscles aren't as big you know it's just we're, we're men man we're yeah. especially alpha men that's how we're wired that's why we you climb know? stupid mountains right that's right and you know life is a mountain and i enjoy climbing it now and i didn't enjoy it all the time in the mm -hmm. past because i was depressed too so i know exactly where these guys are he he went through a a terrible divorce he had a business he lost it he's 49 years old he 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 lost his mindset is what he lost. He used to be in the gym five, six days a week, keeping himself in tip top shape. And he just threw it all away. And I did the same thing. So I know exactly how to fit this, fix this man. I have a blueprint for him. Mm -hmm. um, and because the, the blueprint that I use, it's, it's not easy. I set an extremely early wake up to, to change myself. And I did it every single day for two years and I didn't miss a damn day. And that's what changed me. Um, I had an early morning routine. I still stick to it. Um, you know, and I incorporate a lot of different things in the day that, you know, depression is one of those things, Corey, that, um, you know, regardless of what may have caused your depression, in my opinion, it's a, you're making a choice if you're staying there because Anybody can change at any point in, in time if they want to. Mm -hmm. They just have to commit to getting better every day. But and it then, certainly takes a catalyst or somebody like you to, to set them on the right track and let them know that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Because I know that, that being depressed, it, it seems like there's no light at the end of the tunnel, that every direction you turn is going to lead to making it worse or at least not making it any better, right? So you're showing him that there's light at the end of the tunnel. 
are these guys that are depressed? Um, you know, they lack discipline, number one. But number two, they're not helping their depression with their, their toxic food that they're putting in their body, their alcohol, uh, their lack of sleep, lack of exercise. You know, you give somebody um, a healthy exercise regimen. Don't even incorporate the food. Just the, reg the exercise for 30 days. If they do that alone, they're going to feel so much better. And then you, you mix the food in and they start losing weight. Um, these guys, they're never going to go back to that man. And they're just going to, you know, for a while, I kicked myself for, for wasting so many years of my life. Um, but, you know, now that I'm where I'm at in the position that I'm in, I, I know it all happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was just me being able to pull myself out of the fire so that I can help other people you know, go to the fire with the right tools in our hands. Yeah. There's a Bible verse. I'm going to have to try and find it. I'll link that into the, the base too, but it talks about how we have to continually struggle because in our struggles, we learn how to help others in struggles too. So I'll, I'll definitely put that uh, link, that Bible verse in the description below. If uh, people get motivation from a higher power from the, from Lord Jesus, that, you know, that that's also echoing exactly what you're saying, that you went through some of these uh, uh, hardships to learn to help others. And you're authentic when you're helping others. You didn't just read a book and say, well, page 58 says that you're supposed to do this. You're saying day 58 for me says that you're supposed to do this. It's all about, man. And it's it's being able to, you know. What I like to uh, point out to a lot of these guys, because the more comfortable I became on camera, um, you know, that that took a lot of work for me because the public public speaking, speaking on camera was a fear of mine in the beginning of my personal development process. But as I gained confidence in myself and I got the vision once I started to change myself of starting this business to be able to help other men do the same thing. Um, you know, I started to, uh, that a lot of these guys are going to be intimidated by how good I seem at talking now, but they need to realize that like, it wasn't always that way, but I knew that I had to overcome it in order to be able to reach as many of them as possible, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, whatever, whatever fears insecurities that a lot of people have can all be overcome with a, you know, non-negotiable daily process that, that you commit to. And it's, it's as simple as that. You just have yeah. to commit to it and depression, anxiety, addiction, um, you know, you name it across the board can all easily be uh, taken under your control. Well, let's touch on anxiety now. That's one of the uh, the other links on your page. And I know that with the pandemic, with a lot of things that are going on, with very, as polarized as the nation is, uh, we have inflation, we have a war across the, uh, the, the ocean. There's a lot of things going on that are creating anxiety in people. So what, uh, what's some advice that you have for somebody? Uh, I'm going to ask you two questions. One, what's some advice that you can have somebody to help their own anxiety? And then two, how can you help somebody with anxiety? Very simple answer. Focus on your personal development. Okay. Every single day, turn the news off. I don't involve myself. Look, I, I, keep, I keep up with what's going on, but I don't get emotionally involved in any of it because at the end of the day, regardless of who our president is, it doesn't affect us in any single way with our personal development and trying to make ourselves better each day. So the more you focus on what you can control, the less anxiety you're going to have. Mm -hmm. You know, things that are completely out of your control, like politics and what your neighbor said about you and, you know, whatever, like you can't control it. Why, why focus on it? So that's, you know, I, I used to be, uh, you know, I, the arguments I would get into with people about politics that I didn't even know. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. Right. It's absolutely ridiculous because 
everybody has the right to their own opinion. That's why we live in a free country. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not to get off track. There's just too many people that hate, um, you know, people that don't see eye to eye with them on, on certain things. And that's another area where personal development helped me because I don't involve myself in those conversations because it's going to negatively impact my positive, my positive mindset and energy. Um, so what does that do for me is that's not going to help me bring value to my clients. So it's, it's pointless. Right. If you um, had an argument, then you wake up with a bad day. Then when your clients reaches out to you, he's not going to, he or she's not going to get that same Michael fit that, that they, that they, that they need at that time. It's, you know, it's just avoiding negative when you change yourself and you become in control of your mind, your thoughts, your body, everything, you know exactly who is not in alignment with positive energy. So it's it's very easy to avoid people, places, and things that don't align with what you're about. Um, you know, so that in itself is is going to relieve your anxiety. I don't know anyone whoever got done hitting a PR in the gym on squats or bench or deadlift and said, I have anxiety. Right. Okay. When you're working out and you're, and your heart rate's elevated and your endorphins are going and you're doing something that makes you feel good internally, you're, you're not thinking about anything other than what you're doing in the moment. So I think that's where fitness provides. I know it does for me. And that's why I'm such an advocate for it. I kind of get into like a flow state when I'm training um, because the stress, the anxiety, the worries, it's all gone. I'm focusing on what I'm doing in the moment and trying to get better at it. Um, so it's like that break in your day. You know, some people like to hit it first thing in the morning. I prefer to weight train after I have some meals in me. I still do my morning routine, which again, it's creating positive energy. It's raising your vibration. It's raising your frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more you, the more you can do it. A lot, you know, a lot of these negative emotions that that come into our minds can get filtered out very easily. Um, we don't have to try to escape those. We just have to recognize what they are and realize that they're just temporary. Right. Um, so instead of picking the food up or picking the booze up, you know, drop down and do some push-ups or some burpees or go for a walk. Yeah. All right. Now, speaking of push-ups, we're, we're both in this 3000 push-up challenge. All right. And I've been practicing. So, you know, I'm, I'm already 400. I got 400 out of the way. I'm going to start fresh uh, t- tomorrow to do my 3000 November. But you, you alluded to something on social media today that you got a surprise. So I want to hear about this. Brain works, right? It, mm-hmm. it, it works. Everything that I do, I try to put my own twist to it. And I try to think how, okay, the push-up challenge in itself, doing 3000 push-ups for the month of November in itself is awesome. So if anyone does it and they complete it, kudos to you. But this is how my brain works. And if you're someone who especially is not comfortable doing push-ups, you should do this challenge, but this is how you should do it. So in order to hit your 3000 for the month, there's a whole bunch of different ways you can do it. You can do hundred a day, or you could do 151 day, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. What I would personally recommend you do is the first set of push-ups that you do every single day, try to do as many as you can. And then the next day, you're going to try to increase that number by one. So by the end of 30 days, you are going to feel so good about yourself, not only for doing the 3000, mm-hmm. but maybe you could only do 10 when you started and now you're doing 45. Right. So now you're thinking to yourself, holy crap, especially if you've never done it before and you really, really commit to it. I guarantee you it's going to change your life um, because that's how our minds work. Yeah. You know, so that's, that is my challenge. I'm going to make a video for my followers tomorrow morning. You know, there's, there's been quite a few people that said they're going to join and that's fantastic. But look, 
if you really want to test yourself and grow during this process, because personal development is all about growing personally. You know, people, they get depressed, they get anxious when they're not growing. If you're constantly regressing, if you're constantly stuck in your face every weekend and drinking like a fish, you're not growing. You're not going to feel your best. But if you're challenging yourself, whatever the case may be, you know, I want my guys. That's one of the best things about the app that I use is that every single time they train, all their information is in the system from the time they trained before. So when they hit start button and every single workout is on a timer, they hit start, they see I did 12 reps on this exercise last time. They're trying to beat that because progressive overload is really is what gonna, what's going to change your body more than anything. Mm -hmm. um, and especially in a deficit. That's why Kyle was able to get stronger and not lose as much muscle when he was cutting because he was still trying to get stronger. Um, so that's, you know, there's, there's just so many benefits to, to personal development, Corey, that the list just, if more people just looked at it as personal development and not the, the fitness. And, you know, I had a guy reach out to me, DM me the other day, his, him and his wife just got into the gym. She's, a, she's very overweight. She's very uncomfortable. She doesn't understand why certain people are grunting. She doesn't understand why. Some guys just won't stop flexing in the mirror, looking at themselves. And, you know, I said it to him like this. I said, look, I completely understand where she is at mentally. It's very intimidating when you first get there. But she is seeing the world in a negative lens right now. If she just commits to herself and keeps going to the gym, she'll realize why some of these people can't stop looking at themselves because of what they might've had to overcome. Maybe the guy that's in the mirror had a massive addiction and you know he overcame who knows what, right? Mm -hmm. And he achieved his physique. He's proud of himself. Or there's people in the gym that are competitors and it's their job to, to look at themselves. So people that are just starting out, man, it's unfortunate, but they have that negative lens on but the more they commit to themselves, the more that lens goes away and they start seeing everything differently, not just the people in the gym, but the people in the grocery store, the people at the bank, like everywhere you go, you just have a positive outlook um, mm -hmm. if you commit. So that's one of the things is it, that uh, is very similar to one of the things that I teach when I teach verbal de-escalation is that when we're encountering somebody who's in crisis, we don't know what's in their bag, in their box, in their backpack, what baggage that they have with them, right? So we have to try to open up and figure out what's going on so we can then de-escalate that situation, get that person to help that he or she may need, or just get them to come back down to a non-manic state and move on. So it's kind of like what you're saying is this young lady in the gym is seeing all these people exhibiting what she considers um, strange behavior. I won't call it negative strange behavior, but she's eventually going to learn that everybody has some, something, something in their backpack that you don't know about that's motivating them to do these things. And like we talked about earlier, looking in the mirror, seeing that bicep, seeing that 225 go up for the sixth or seventh or eighth or 10th time is a rewarding that success, right? that you know they they see it and they might think you know i made a video recently about it like not everybody that is in shape is a douchebag um don't 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 judge a book by its cover because a lot of people that are fit are fit because they weren't fit for a long time so they had to completely rewire themselves change who they became and now they're very proud you know, they walk around with that proud, positive energy. Now, look, every gym has its douchebags. Of course. You know, it's just, it's, it's the world we live in. And the more positive you become and the more comfortable you become with yourself, the less you even care. Like, who cares? Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we're all there for different reasons. So we're, you know, we're all just trying to get better. Exactly. So looking at your site, you... Uh... We have fitness, we talked about nutrition, we talked about addiction, depression, anxiety, 
And so now you're, you're putting people on plans. We kind of touched on the plans that you're putting people on. So I, I want to go back on that. I contact Mike. I say, all right, I want, I want your plan. You're going to download two apps for me. You're going to start asking me a bunch of questions, right? I'm sure there's a questionnaire. What are my goals? What are my hurdles? What are my struggles? Um, what's my, my lifestyle right now? And then what, what, what's next? Am I going to gym on Monday and then going to Whole Foods on the way home? want you to get all your food first okay um get that squared away and then you know uh obviously we want to get you in the gym as soon as possible right so you know i offer right now i offer a three-month plan and a six-month plan as i'm growing in this business um you know i'm starting to talk to different people that have been doing this a lot longer than me Right. I'm trying to learn from people that grew successful fitness businesses so I can avoid the mistakes that they made. Um, so one of the things that I'm discovering is that a lot of the coaches, a lot of the very successful coaches only offer 12 month packages. Because, you know, a three month commitment is is really not going to get most people that are really out of shape. It's, it's not going to be beneficial for them. You know, I, I don't want people to be so, you know, focused on the dollar amount. It's it, it's a length of time. You It, it has to be a 100% commitment. If you're 60 pounds overweight or 70 or 80, you know, in three months, we might be able to chip away at 20, 30 pounds of that. But it's, it's really not long enough for be, me to be able to complete my job and make you the absolute best version of yourself. Right. So I think a lot of these coaches have realized that, that, you know, for most people that, that really, really want to succeed 12 months is, is, you know, not too much to ask. Right. So right. I'm considering just, you know, switching to a 12 month package and trying it out. But right now it's three months or, or six months. That, that's excellent, man. That's excellent. Now you motivate me in the gym, man. There's been times that I wasn't going to go in the gym to the gym that day and my dogs usually wake me up about 3 30 to go outside and of course what am i doing while they're outside i'm flipping through social media and i see that you're already up you've already posted a motivational video you've already done some 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 uh, light workout you've already done your meal planning and you're already talking about a positive day you're going to have so you know I, I, kudos to you mike that's just really 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 motivating and really impressive and i just want to say not even being one of your clients just being you know, a friend and acquaintance of yours that you're you're motivating me in that aspect so i'm sure there's uh, countless people that are seeing you on social media that are getting that same benefit you know from just seeing those posts so please continue to do those please continue. where do you get that content are you are you really that insightful that you're coming up with all that great content it's just amazing this is Corey, and I learned this from my coach. Um, when you align yourself with your goals and you cut out all the crap from your life, you you really create this clear conscience. And you know, I your conscience, we all have a conscience. It's it's like our compass. And the more that you are in tune with making yourself better and do things that clear your conscience the more it speaks to you and guides you you know i get i get these messages in the morning man it's just like i, I need to i need to share it with the world because i know that those messages helped me from certain people when i was low you know so that's what it's all about is creating the positive energy for yourself create the best version of yourself because you're we're all offerings you know the, if you can create yourself to become the best version of yourself regardless of what your career is whether it be in sales the better you feel the more sales you're going to make you know if you're if you're in a, a, a construction job the better food you put into your system the better sleep you get the more water you drink you're going to be the man all these guys are going to be breaking for lunch getting God knows what, and mm -hmm. you're just going to be full of energy and positivity, and you're going to run circles around people. Um, so that's what it's about, man, getting up early, getting after it, and just 
focusing on and creating your vision and then gifting yourself to the world. That's awesome. You know, I always like to ask my guests when I have these uh, podcasts or even on my, my TV show, um, give me one of your really, really best or one of your favorite success stories somewhere, somebody who they really didn't think that they were going to over overcome their, their, uh, their downfalls, their depression, their anxiety, or be able to lose the weight, some a really, really good positive, you know, uh, positive story with a good outcome. Well, I have a lot, but like, I want to use one of my clients as an example. Um, And, you know, Jim, Uh, And that's the other thing, Corey, a lot of these people need a very strong why to be able to succeed, right? If your why isn't strong enough, you're just kind of interested, you're probably not going to commit. If you have that really strong why, though, that's going to carry you through in the hardest days. So um, a client of mine, he lost his best friend and his friend was killed in a car accident. And, um, you know, he he was he was on the a film set at the time in a movie down in Florida. So he literally had to hop on a plane and bury his friend and go right back to work. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he was in college. I don't think he really had a, a, enough time to grieve. Um, but he, what he did have, Corey, is enough self-awareness to realize that, and one of my posts um struck him for some reason because i was talking about if we're not progressing we're regressing and for some reason that stuck with him and he approached me in the gym and he's like listen uh it's very difficult for me to to do this he said but i need your help um depressed i'm anxious i lost all my discipline and i just don't think i had enough time to properly grieve and I, i don't know what to do i just can't get i can't get out of this rut so um, to see someone go from, and you know, if you look at his first picture to his final photo, I don't see the abs. I see the look in his eyes of a man that took his damn life back. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, man, that shit gets me fired up. I get emotional over that because guys yeah. come to me when they're, they are struggling, they are low. And for whatever reason, God bless me, so that these guys put their faith in me and they trust me and whatever I say, they, they, it, it struck them. And now I, I am, I had this opportunity to bring them out of what they think is like hell on earth to in a very short time, Mike, I'm going back to law school. Wow. I'm back, but I'm going to go to law school. You know, he was lost. He, he didn't, he has a four-year degree, but he, he got to a point and he's just like, and I know exactly how that feels, especially at his age. At 22, I was in the same position. People were graduating college and I still couldn't figure out where I was going in life. And you just get it. The, the depression wheel just turns and turns. And then with social media, I mean, God forbid somebody posts a new picture of their new house and their new car, and their wife, and their kids, that shit depresses people, man, when they're in a low state. Yep. Um, you know, so I, he, God bless him, man, he had the wherewithal, but God, did he commit like no other. Every single day, first thing in the morning, weighing, did not miss a day, did not have one cheat meal. I mean, just absolutely hit it out of the park, completely changed his life. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's so inspiring. I could tell you a million stories of guys' stories that I've seen that, you know, you probably know on social media that really inspired me. But mm-hmm. for me to be able to actually change another man's life, that's my story. Right. And like you said, he had a why, and that why is what continued to drive him along with your help to get where he is today. Was- in phenomenal shape he loved bodybuilding he was so into fitness so that was his thing man and now he wants to do a bodybuilding competition next year because that was always his friend's goal too to do a competition so now he's going to get ready to do a competition for his boys so 
<clears throat> it's amazing, man. It really is. Well, Mike, I want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything I didn't ask you or anything that we didn't talk about that you want to make sure that our viewers and our listeners know? Because after that, what I want to do is uh, I want to get you to give people two or three just takeaways that they can do to get themselves started. Maybe they won't call you today. Maybe they won't call you tomorrow. Maybe they never call you. But you and I both know if we have a positive impact with this uh, podcast and this YouTube video and, and we change lives, that that's still a win. Even if we never know about it, that's still a win. So, you know, give uh, people one or two takeaways that they can actually start putting into place right now. Number one thing, guys, is what you need to do is you need to make one or two things during your day 100% non-negotiable, and you have to do them every single day regardless of how you feel. You could be having the worst day in the world. Um, when I was going through the beginning stages of my personal development, um, I got sick. And guess what? I still did what I had to do every single day. So you have to commit to something, whether that be an early wake up, a morning routine, um, eating three whole food, wholesome meals per day. Whatever the case may be, just commit to yourself. Make it non-negotiable do it every single day, then it becomes a habit. Once you form that habit, we call it habit stacking. So, okay, great. You form one habit here. Good for you. Another one here. Why are you stopping there? Let's keep going. You know, so once you start building these small daily habits, they have a compounding effect. You know, it's just like putting your money in an account um, and, and watching it grow. You know, unfortunately, they're not doing that right now so much, but you, you get the point. Like, right. it compounds. Good habits compound. You have to have good habits. With your habits, I had my old coach used to always say this, show me a man's habits and I'll show you his future. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good book out there called Atomic Habits that kind of echoes exactly what you're just saying. It's a good book. So, Mike. Uh, I definitely want to thank you for your time. I want to thank you for your vulnerability. I want to thank you for your openness. I want to thank you for being willing to share some of your wisdom with our viewers and our listeners. And I definitely want to invite you to come back again so we can get a little bit more in depth about how we can take ourselves and make ourselves the best we can be, but even more important, how we can use our success, our knowledge, our motivation to, to help those around us and others to be the best that they can be. So any parting words or anything, Mike? For having me on, I'd love to come back and share some more success stories. I'm working with some, some guys right now that are going to completely change their lives. Um, just like, just like Kyle did. So mm -hmm. I'm excited. So anytime, man, you know, me, I'm always available. All right, brother, man, stay safe. God bless you. Tell the wife I said hello and hope to see you in the gym soon, bro. Thank you have a great night. All right, brother. Uh, all right. We are stopped.